0: My name is Cameron Foos, and I have been a professional day trader for 13 years. Welcome to the Life of a Day Trader podcast with the foos 4 trading team, Michael Spinoza and Robert Millar. You are going to learn the ins and outs of day trading and hear real stories from professional traders. This is the Life of a Day Trader. What's up, guys? Cameron Foos here. Today, we are recording Our very first podcast, one of many to come. Uh we've had a lot of requests to do this, and we have a bunch more in line in the works to get started. This is gonna be, you know, probably one of the best educational tools for you guys as day traders. And it's absolutely free and gets, you know, gives you guys a chance to actually get to know us on a personal level as well. This isn't just gonna be cut and dry, you know technical stuff uh we're gonna you know talk about life as a day trader talk about how it you know affects our daily lives how we implement that how we deal with the stresses of trading and it's kind of basically be a podcast about the life of a day trader so it's gonna be super fun super excited uh to get this going we're gonna be doing it once a week you guys can always submit questions uh about topics that you would love to hear us talk about and we also have a bunch of topics that we are going to talk about already so uh anyways my name is Cameron foos i am the founder of foos4trading.com i have been a day trader for 13 years and i've been the game of teaching people how to day trade for about a decade um so continue the ball here starting our podcast we don't have a name yet uh, we're still figuring it out and we also have michael spinoza robert millar both former students who are now part of the FOOS4 team and uh, helping educate and kind of spread the good word about it. So, uh, Mike, why don't you uh, give a little un- introduction, tell your tell uh, everybody. everybody.
1: I am director of trading at FOOS4. I've been trading for about three years. I used to uh, be a FOOS4 student, now I mentor everybody. Um, basically, want, looking forward to doing this as well and showing you guys the more raw side of trading that uh, a lot of people don't talk about. So... Looking forward to giving you guys some laughs, some cries, and some uh, <laughs>, laughs.
0: Yeah, the real truth about trading.
2: We'll get into the nitty gritty. <laughs> we got Robert. Hey, guys. Super excited to be here. Um, I'm Robert, Director of Operations here at Poosport Trading. Um, pretty much, if any of you have questions, you're new, or or actually a student and just need help, I'm here for that. And um, I actually also was a student with Cameron about five years ago. I got started, and uh, as many of you may know, there's so much stuff and crap out there. So I kind of help just kind of narrow that down, uh, get people the right direction they need, let them know what we do, how we do it, and make sure that it's a good fit all around. And really excited to uh, get this podcast going. It's going to be really cool. Yeah.
0: So let's get right to it, guys. So one of the biggest questions we always get – in day trading is how do we get started so we're going to go over that today on our very first podcast but we're going to give you the complete guide to failing as a new day trader okay because the fact is is about 90 to 95 percent of people who want to get into day trading they lose and never become day traders and the biggest reason be- behind that is because they get started wrong. Just like I did, I failed for my first three years at a day trader because I was just winging it uh, and not really going about it correctly. And people see uh, you know, me make money. They see Mike make money. They see Robert make money or whatever. Or they see some other trader, uh, on Instagram or Twitter making money. And they're like, oh, that sounds easy. And they want to get started today. So they're super impatient and they don't actually go through the proper process. So we're going to give you kind of the five steps to failing as a day trader, uh, in getting started the wrong way. So, First, we, uh, number one is opens up a Robinhood uh, brokerage account, okay? A lot of people think Robinhood, or they hear about it, it's like, oh, commission-free uh, trading, but it's not an actual viable source to learn how to day trade. You need to have specific brokers to get started. And the problem is so many people ask us this first, is what software to use, what broker to use? And that question is so irrelevant, if you don't know how to day trade. Usually my first response is when people ask me like, are you a profitable trader yet? You must be, you need to be a profitable trader or a good trader to even be asking me that question because if you're not, it doesn't matter. You're wasting my time and you're wasting yours by even bringing this question up. That is the wrong question. So uh, it's just stupid because you don't need a broker if you don't know how to trade. So uh, Mike, why don't you, you know kind of touch on that what what people ask you on a daily basis dms and instagram twitter yeah. and uh you know what are your thoughts on this
1: i think it's all um it's all it goes back to like the get rich quick and Robinhood obviously commission free so people immediately if you're in that mindset of like oh if i can save you know three dollars per trade you know it's going to make a huge difference and it's already in the wrong mindset And then they ask what broker, like when I first started, that was the last thing I asked. I remember I had Schwab as my first broker for like my first six months. And I had no idea that there was all these other brokers out there. So people just look immediately for, they ask the wrong questions. And if you could just focus on, I guess, learning, I guess a good analogy is like, you haven't even been in a Ferrari, seen a Ferrari or heard of a Ferrari and you're asking like a mechanic, well, about the hood of the car and the mechanics, just like, who are you asking me? You know, about yeah. it? So, kind of like that, I guess.
0: Yeah. I always give the analogy, like you're speaking of cars, I give the race car analogy. So it's like if I have been a professional race car driver for 13 years and you're like, yo, I, that looks super fun. I want to drive as well. I want to become a race car driver, but I have no idea what I'm doing, but, i want the same exact car that you're driving and i want to start driving today let's go race today It's it's like all right okay let's get on the track i have my race car that's a badass souped up car i've been doing this for 13 years i know exactly what i'm doing exactly how to take the corners properly braking accelerating and you're like all right i have the same car I'm going to go compete with you on this track today. Like, what's going to happen? You know, you're clearly not going to do well, or you're going to crash and potentially die, or you know, get injured, or completely screw up your car. That's the same great analogy just for trading. Okay, just because you have the same car, the broker or whatever, uh, same tools, you have no idea what you're doing, and it's a very dangerous and high risk game, just as racing cars would be. You're putting your life at risk in day trading. You're putting your whatever, or all your money at risk. And so it's just a really stupid way to approach day trading um, by asking to get all these tools first before you even have any experience or you have never even practiced anything in day trading. That's one of the biggest reasons why people fail when they get started because they want to get in that race car on day one with no experience. So Robert, you, you, uh, you deal with talking with the students way more than me and Mike do. As far as people who are just getting started and getting interested, me and Mike do kind of the talking once they're already in the door and teaching, but you're actually talking with people before they even know anything because you handle all the emails, the phone calls. So, what are some of the stupid things you hear <laughs> uh, from these people who are trying to get started on a regular basis?
2: Sure. Um and to kind of touch on the Robin hood, you know, we're not here to, to really bash them or anything, you know, they're doing <laughs> thing. Yeah, but, they definitely um, won't
0: like us right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, it is a mobile only trading solution and you know, the world is going mobile. Okay. Like we get it. But with trading, it's just not, you know, to, to, you know, we have people, you know, to trade on your phone, you know, this size here and expect to see charts, you know, read price levels, get your orders in correctly, uh, be able to read level two. You may not know what I'm just saying, but you will, hopefully, uh, if you keep watching this podcast, it's hard to do on the phone. And then you're dealing with mobile data. So it's, and it's just not an ideal solution. You want a more professional uh, solution. Um, And we, the several that we recommend, but we have a whole pro- process here um, within our program. And, you know, as the guys were saying, um, that's much later in the game. Uh, you, know, let's, you know, let's learn the, at least some uh, basics and, and get a strategy going first before you start worrying about that. Um, and to kind of touch on the, the, the racing car um, analogy, and, and the, you know, I kind of can't fault some people for these questions because there's so much out there. So what we try to do is just provide the information and the, and the guidance and, and all that. So to get on the racing car thing, so with trading, it is one. It is a profession, and people don't really really take it that seriously. They just think, oh, I can do this and that from home, whatever. But imagine a profession like race car driving, but all the race cars are easily accessible for you to get in and crash right so like you know all these softwares all these professional tools are there for the average person that's good and that's bad um i I like that yeah so you know like you said you can crash and burn easily that's why a lot of people you know fail and so you just have to recognize that it is professional stuff that you're you're dealing with you're getting access to real market data Uh, you're trading with the big boys um it is an ultimate competition so you just got to take it seriously. So, I mean, I, get I mean, we can have multiple co- podcasts on the dumb questions I get. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, we'll save some more of them. Um, but, you know, and again, I don't fault anyone out there. Uh, you know, we, you can, you can ask dumb questions to me all day. I don't care. Cause I used to ask them to um, Mike was the only one who came through our door and was pretty focused on what he was doing um, and, and kind of, had a preset plan in head that was actually pretty good. So, you know, you just do your research guys and, you know, keep watching and, and hopefully, uh, uh, and listening and, and hopefully we can help you. Yeah. That's actually a really good analogy. The, the fact that it is an open
0: market, anybody can show up to the racetrack and there's a shitload of professional race cars out there. They can just hop in on day one. And that's why there's such a high failure rate in this game. Because that's what people do. People are impatient, people don't understand that this is a profession. and they're like, damn, look at this car, like I can get in today and drive it now. like <laughs> let's do this. So it, took the train, you know like, yeah, so the people get uh, a little ahead of themselves and don't approach this correctly. So that's basically what we try to do at Foos four is get you started correctly. So that's what our topic number two is they don't get educated by professionals. And with anything in life, the quickest road to success is find somebody who's doing it successfully and follow their lead. It's called having a mentor, something that I have struggled my whole life following that (laughs) guidance that I just, uh, told you right there. That's why it took me three years before I ever started making money. I winged it and, uh, you know, eventually tried to learn on my own. Uh, but I didn't necessarily have a mentor and I'm an idiot for doing that. Um, so if you want to find that shortest road to success learn from my mistake and try to find somebody else who is actually doing it successfully learn how they do it you know dig into their mind and see what their process is or if they have a course um or whatever some kind of training you should definitely highly consider that over winging it just like i lost for my first three years just like you have the option to jump in a race car on day one because that's just the market that we're in uh, but it's definitely the wrong approach um to get going so like why don't you talk about um the process of you you know you came in as a student to foos for trading uh, while having a full-time job in the corporate world and in finance, so what was that like for you? What was your approach? Because you were are definitely our best success story as a student. Hence, now you are the director of trading, who's for trading. Uh, you're doing the mentor classes. You're doing the live broadcasts five days a week, um, but you didn't get there by being an idiot like. So what was your approach as far as getting started?
1: Yeah. So basically I, I guess you could say, and I don't really think it helped, but because I was in the finance world for a little bit, um, I understood how the market worked. And I knew that even if you had one good trade, it's not about, you know, that one trade, it's about having the consistency, right? so i kind of understood that from the beginning so when i first you know discovered you foos and rob i took probably like four months just like watching the dvds in chat kind of seeing how it worked you know and what, what everyone was buying and even just seeing how the market operated probably on like an intraday basis because most people think they understand the market until you watch what happens intraday and i think you know it could blow your mind, especially lately, right? Like these stocks, PED going up 1200% you know, in a day, it's like unheard of. So, but then people see that and they get the whole greedy mindset. So I think a lot of it's just understanding that it's a marathon and then they come in and I wanted to mention this with the brokers, but like people will have the Robinhood mentality or they'll have the, hey, do you use hotkeys as if they need more bells and whistles? before they even know how to like execute trades. Yep. Like, I remember mean, me and fools for Life, like we just figured out hockeys and I'm like where have <laughs> we been under a rock? You know? Like <laughs> <laughs> So like there's two types yeah. of people right the people that think it needs more bells and whistles and the people that want to get rich quick and it's all just down to education and figuring out what works for you. So I think my biggest what helped me is and I said this on Twitter today like I feel like, and you could probably speak about this, this career was probably way different 20 years ago because now you have Twitter, which is a huge resource and you see what other traders are doing and you can see what styles work by seeing who's making money and then see if you can do that and figure out like what strategies for you. We kind of show everyone how to long and short. So we're kind of providing the buffet and everyone's trying to figure out like what's their own personal sweet spot. That's why I kind of pride myself in what we do, but I think a lot of people, um, you know, you can figure out education-wise so much now because there's so many resources and transparency with like Twitter and social media that I think that changed this career definitely from an education standpoint.
0: Yeah, for sure. And you also have to find your niche within a different strategy. What works for you? What can what can you psychologically handle? because emotion is such a big part of this game you know we we predominantly short uh to make money now uh, but i started as a long trader for 10 years up until about two and a half years ago probably i think it was when i started mostly shorting stocks but leading up to that i couldn't short i tried multiple times and i was continually failing it just wasn't my niche it wasn't working for me personally but there was a lot of other traders out there making money short so you have to you know find out what you can consistently repeat over and over again because that's again what this game is about is consistency it's not a get rich quick scheme it's not a one-hit wonder it's not a i needed to double my count this month uh you know we i get that stupid question all the time is like you know, I have 500 bucks, like how long will it take me to get it to? Some
1: of the the emails that Rob sends us are hysterical. (laughs) Can you give me a hundred dollars to fund an account? All right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So
0: it's really just about finding what works for you personally within all different strategies that we teach or somebody else is teaching. uh, You're going to find out what part of that strategy is working for you. And you're always probably going to, Add in a little of your own flair or spice to that recipe, uh, so that make to the make that so that it actually works for you. And another thing that you were just touching on, Mike, is kind of uh, basically the keep it simple, stupid method. If you're trying to continually look for the bells and whistles to add to your arsenal you're already down the wrong path because the more and more different things you add to your arsenal of trading, the more and more different things are going to affect your decision-making process. So you have to have a very simple strategy and simple set of rules and tools to use so that it's very clear and you have clarity when you're making these trading decisions. If you're trying to find all these different things, and you have all these different things that are going to affect your ability to have clarity to actually execute the trades um, when you need to. So uh, that's basically it. You have, to, you have to find a mentor in this game or anything in life. And that's what's so beautiful about online now and why the university system is most likely going to go under unless they really dramatically change how they operate, is in the Internet world, you can go find anybody who is the best at whatever topic that you want and they're probably selling an expert course uh or something teaching people how they do that successfully in a real world setting if you go take a course in college you're most likely going learning from some professor that isn't really going anywhere in their life on the academia (laughs) yeah like you know the uh, you know props to them but they probably haven't accomplished a lot in their life, and you should never take it's advice from. Yeah, you should never it take advice from anybody who isn't in a position that you want to be in, or they don't have traits that you value. So, you, whatever per, person you're looking up to, if it's a professor or a mentor, they to be somebody that you want to be in their shoes or there needs to be something about them that you admire or that you want and that's how you kind of want to pick your mentors or your process of getting educated by some person if you go to university there's probably a lot of shitty teachers in there that are just making a, a crap salary you know if that's what they love doing then that's awesome but is that somebody that you want to take value from is that somebody's who's choose you want to be in so that's definitely something to consider um if you're in school whatever mentorship program you're going for uh and that's the same goes for trading if you guys value us if you look at our lives and say i want a piece of that then that's definitely something you should consider when you're getting started and that's what we do with the foos4 pro 90-day mentor mentorship program it's basically just a deep dive right into our minds, our thoughts, our process, our system, and you get to interact with us, what is it, five, six, seven, eight times a week, three times a week for mentor class, and five times a week uh, for the actual training session we do a live broadcast. Um, do you guys have anything else to add to uh, getting started with anything? education?
2: No, that was, that was pretty good. Um, one thing I would add is, is, you know, again, um, what I was saying before, uh, it's a double-edged sword when there's so many sources and, and, and paths out there. So really just do your research and you, you, mentioned, okay, like being prepared or doing your research or, or, uh, getting started the right way. Well, some, there's, uh, some people think they are getting started the right way, but they're not, you know, guys, You know, watching some YouTube here and there, like I did, I literally thought I got prepared correctly because I was watching all these different people on YouTube. I was following all the right people on Twitter. I was reading books. I lived, breathed this stuff on the weekend for three months. You know, opened up my trading account and realized that that what what I was doing, I had no direction. So, you could. You can still put a lot of effort in a lot of time, do a lot of research and still never have a complete strategy understanding. So just and it kind of goes hand in hand with the overcomplicating things. And you really stick with one and just, you know, make sure it's the right fit for you. You know, ask questions, uh, do what you got to do. But I would focus in narrow and then expand after that. Um, And if it's with us or anyone else matter just just keep it focused that's all I would add
1: just to add to that too because that whole process fraud made me think of this you could watch as many YouTube as you want guys and study as much as you want but at the end of the day I feel like there's more education and when you start trading you learn about yourself because I feel like you think you know yourself until you start day trading yeah and you learn a lot more emotionally been educationally up here too and this goes back to something I'm pretty big in is EQ versus IQ and they say that just because you have an IQ high IQ doesn't mean that you're going to be like in the movie Limitless you know where he's like and you're like quintupling your account in like four days you know yeah yeah so it's definitely a lot more of education of understanding yeah. yourself and how you feel emotionally have you yeah. seen Limitless? yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah uh yeah and that's just also to understand
0: in day trading is that at the end of the day it all comes down to what mike just said your eq which is i believe that's emotional intelligence uh yeah uh and that's what it all comes down to and that's what we teach in the cloud nine course is kind of like the steps you need to take to Find that emotional intelligence to have it be balanced in a way that you can actually click, buy, and sell when you need to. At the end of our 90 day course, you're going to have the knowledge of a professional day trader, but that doesn't make you a pro day trader by any means necessary. You're not going to find out if you're a pro day trader until you put yourself in the actual harsh environment of day trading and see if you can click, buy, and sell when you need to. And your fear and greed get in the way of you actually being able to make those proper decisions correctly. So you really got to understand that you're not going to find out if you're a pro day trader until you get started and start practicing. And you should definitely start with paper money first and a paper trading account just to see if you can actually do that and the click buy and sell when you need to correctly before you actually risk your real money after that you would open up a real brokerage account and then see if you can repeat that process with real money because that's when the emotional side really starts eating away at your head because you're like all right i'm actually either really winning or losing here uh with my actual account uh Next up, guys. The topic is joins a chat room and thinks they can follow signals. So we actually restructured and changed our entire name of our business because the old business was called Foose Alerts, and it made it look like we were selling signals, and that that was a way to actually make money in day trading. So we had that name for I don't know how many years, and I decided, you know, this is we are we are selling a lie here by. Having this alerts in our name, um, we were making alerts, but I did not want to misconstrue. Is that a word? <laughs> uh, Definitely, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. That's what we're doing, and that's how you were going to make money. So we changed the foos for trading to you know, build up the brand of foos 4 because that was our trading system that we, uh, you know, pride ourselves on and actually teach you guys. So this is another big mistake that a lot of people get into is I get DMS about it all day. Like, Oh, you sell signals. Like how, how many days does it take for me to turn my 500 into 50,000 and you will never become a day trader. If you're relying on always waiting for someone to give you a signal to follow. Because you're already two steps behind at that point. You need to get to the point where you are actually looking at the same stocks that we are or whatever uh, guru that you're following or mentor and understand the decision-making process already so that you are making those decisions for yourself so you can be first in line. Trading is a very big and tough competition. So whoever is last isn't going to make money. You're trying to have the best entries, the best exits. and If you don't understand the process to try to be first in line for those entries and exits at the best times, you're never going to make money. If you're always just trying to trail behind somebody or try to wait for signals, you're never actually going to make money. So that's definitely a big thing that you need to understand. we spent a lot of freaking money <laughs> rebranding our entire company just to change that persona that we are selling uh, at our old website. So uh, it's been a while because that's what I—that's how I approached the market when I joined this website, Three Stocks on Fire in 2005. I was looking for that guidance. And here's what you need to do. You need to approach that and, and take that as you can follow signals, but do it to learn by example, not to actually try to replicate or mimic that so mike when you were getting started what was your thoughts like were you because this is i think a lot of people get in is that's how they think they're going to make money is just by okay yeah, I'm just going to follow just this like, guy and uh, get those signals and i'm going to do exactly what he does so like what was your thoughts when you were coming in at the beginning where you're like was that your process or thought think thinking as well like first dead, yeah I follow Fus, so like
1: yeah give us a little more I know. I basically, so, you know, you find out really quick that you're not going to be able to do that because usually by the time the alerts even out, you know, the the stock's 10, 20 cents, you know, in the money. So you're like, okay, I can't do that. And once, what I recommend to everyone is you basically keep trading and at the, I remember this is my aha moment was once I was getting in stocks, basically before you were alerting them, foos or like at or around. And I was like, okay, now, you know, when I'm getting in, when foos is basically, I think I know what I'm doing and that's good confirmation. And it's better than alerts because it, it's more of that confidence build as opposed to the, the alert is like the, the alert is the nipple, you know, and you have to get off the nipple. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, man, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah bluntly. it's like everyone wants their handheld and the truth is that when me and foos are out there we're competing too like every morning we laugh like sometimes i'll cover he's adding or vice versa you
0: know yeah so, or sometimes we're obviously looking at the same <laughs> levels to get in like it was, i forget what stock it was the other day yeah. but i was trying to get in as well yeah, <laughs> you're like talking on foosport live you're like just added to blah 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 like motherfucker like i was trying to get a piece of that <laughs> fucking snack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so and it's cool because uh like we traded uh we both traded xbio today so this doesn't mean you can't trade the same stocks like me and mike both just tagged teamed xbio the other day i made like 1200 bucks i forget what mike made maybe uh i think he made more I than i tell did you. Yeah. yeah i <laughs> so it's a, yeah. So you can all trade the same stocks, but you also have to understand that the liquidity factor. There's only so many certain shares um, of each of these stocks to trade at different levels. So we are all competing to get those pieces of those trades. So the more, more that you understand what the concept is and the processes that goes into the trading strategy, uh, if you're trying to follow alerts most of the time you're not, you're going to be way late and the stock's going to be already moved in a different direction or at the right opportune moments to get in. There's only a limited amount of shares to enter or exit at that price, uh, especially in the small caps that we trade in low float under 20 million. Um, So you have to understand that. And you're, you need to be educated to try to be first in line. Uh, Robert, you are about to say something that
2: I, you know, to to sum it all up guys is is, is, there's no, there's no exact science for this. I mean uh, just, you know, learn, like, you know, use alerts and signals or whatever, um, as something to follow as a guide more than something to depend on, like the nipple example, right? So, um, and, and one thing interesting I love is just seeing Mike and Cameron trade together. Um, you know, Mike came through the system, learned from us, uh, but he's certainly not a carbon copy of Cameron. They have their own, um, uh, training styles and they, they're competing yet we're on the same team. And the same thing with our whole community. Um, there's a lot of people doing different things and you need to find where you fit. And really the, the keyword here is anticipation. So you need to <coughs> anticipate what's gonna happen. I mean, we provide watch lists. Um, we tell you what we think, uh, to, what to pay attention to. That's the stuff, that's the gold right there. Um, the, you know, The preparation before the market opens is, is the most important thing. You need to do the same thing do it with us. You know, uh, when I first started making my watch list every night, it was awful. It was terrible, but you keep doing it. You get better and better. You keep following us, you get better and better. And so you just, um, you know, it, it's a marathon like Mike was saying, and you just gotta, you gotta keep working at it not getting discouraged and positive. Listen to yourself. Um, see what bits and pieces of strategies are working for you and, uh, what's your, um, kind of uh, what your tendencies are and knowing yourself is is the most important thing is learning who you are and you may not know who you are until like mike said you start training for you.
1: it's like the movie fight club it's like uh the you have the uh the brad pitt you know who's basically your ulterior personality that you really don't know about But once you're in the fight, you learn a lot about yourself. Yeah. That's the beauty of trading; is it's such a challenge. That's what gets me up every morning is it's like, it's so correlated with life in terms of being centered and not being greedy and managing your emotions, I guess.
0: Yeah. And it's definitely, uh, if you're not a disciplined person in life, you're probably not going to be a disciplined person in Yeah, That's for sure. So you have to, like Mike just said, it's, Day trading your success is completely correlated with your success in life and how you actually live your life um and also wanted to talk just about competition that we're competing like once the market's open and the students are asking me questions like foos what's your exact buy price what's your exact stop where exactly are you gonna sell it's like that's my information that i'm gonna like the market's open i'm fucking competing yeah, no, like, for my best prices like, <laughs> you gotta fucking understand that I'm competing with these prices. And if we have a chat room with, you know, hundreds of people in there, I'm not gonna give you my exact spots where I'm gonna buy and sell like, cause I just, like I just said, there's only a limited quantity of shares to be getting in and out at these exact prices. You need to understand the process and the system and our thought process going forward so that you can compete with me. I'm not gonna give you my, you know, my exact secret sauce in the live trading markets but previous to going into that in our training we'll teach you exactly what our thought process is how to look for support and resistance levels how do you identify the most high probable trading patterns but once the once the bells open it's game on like i don't give a shit about you at this point i'm <laughs> <right>? <laughs> messed up uh,
1: but true yeah. Yeah.
2: all those points where you could be selling i mean i'm i can i'm watching level two and watching you and after i really studied you pretty darn hard I was watching you very closely for my first uh, you know three four months and a lot of times I would guess when you were when you would do certain things um, or and buy buy in or buy out so it's just just keep following keep watching keep trading keep looking at the tape um, and it's well wow, that's his information you should be knowing these things and that's why we do the mentoring we'll go over all of our thought process about everything that we did yeah. previously um, even though we're you.
1: competing we're still telling yeah. you guys what what we zones we're looking at so it's not like we yeah. you know we're being shady i'll be like if it gets to 5 i'm going to dabble for zone. a short yeah. you know and yeah. if it's <laughs> over 5 don't be like yo mike are you going to dabble i'm going to be like, you know i probably won't <laughs> even answer you at that point <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah cuz like, it's all uh, <laughs> Uh it's a competition.
0: It's a straight up competition, guys. So you need to understand that that once the bell's open, it's you know, we're all a team and a community, but you need to understand this game because this is a really tough game to get into, and you don't do it by holding hands. Okay, so you have to be able to understand that competition is real and you need to be confident that you know that you are good at this game and you don't have that confidence until you've gone through a, a training program and actually executed that training program in a real world setting and that just comes with practice. Just like Mike said, you find out a lot about, about yourself after you start actually trading. Um, so I think that's about uh, it for that topic unless you guys have any else. To, uh, that
1: was a good one. No, no it's, yes.
0: uh, Number four is undisciplined traders blow up their accounts and approach this game as a get rich quick scheme so we kind of already touched on this as well and we kind of already touched on you know if you're not disciplined in life um you're probably not going to be disciplined in trading if you don't have a routine in life i think having a daily routine is extremely important um Definitely. when you're day trading um and i've noticed this as well if like i like to i travel i've been traveling for 17 months and it, I, th- I think my performance definitely goes down if i'm in a setting or a situation where i'm like staying in three days here staying in four days there staying five days here staying two days here and, and continually bouncing around because i lose my i lose my daily routine so I definitely, and I've noticed uh, a performance drag in that for one, you're flying, you're losing your, you know, sleep, you're jet lagged. Uh, And so now I try to stay at least a month in basically anywhere I go so that I can have a routine, be, you know, uh, able to, you know, get my life disciplined again. Because if you're traveling all the time, like, Uh, you lose your daily routine. So it's definitely a huge performance booster to have a daily routine so that your mind is also clear and you're not like, oh, I got to do this and I got to do that. You know, Coming to the day trading station every morning with a clear mind is uh, a game changer in your ability to actually make money. And having that clear mind comes with stability in your life and discipline in your life. Having a daily routine um, to actually do that. And that's why a lot of people lose money is because they're not living a disciplined life or they're not a disciplined day trader, or they don't understand the concept of trading well enough because they're not educated. And one of the biggest reasons why people lose money in the stock market, and this is going to sound weird, uh, is because they choose to lose. Okay, When you get into a stock and it starts going into the opposite direction that you want it to go to, it turns into a loss. But how big do you let that loss get? Okay, you have to be able to understand that losing is a huge part of this game and you have to be able to take a small loss. If you take a $200 loss, that's fine, no problem. But if you choose to lose more than that, that's on you. You chose to not get out of a small loss when it started going against you. So that's the biggest reason why people lose and never make it this game because they choose to actually blow their account up. They choose to hold on to a losing position. That's the only way you can lose money is by choosing to lose. And that just comes with lack of discipline. So Mike, why don't you touch on what were the kind of some of the struggles you had in the beginning with being disciplined or trying to understand or coming to the realization how big discipline is to your success actually as a day trader?
1: Yeah, I think you find out quick how it's more about and this is if I could learn, say I've learned anything so far, it's that it's not about looking at charts and studying. It's about having discipline in life. That discipline will flow over into trading. It's almost a guarantee. So like my first year was pajama mic, where I didn't work out <laughs> in the morning. like, okay, yeah, Let's do this. And now I'm a huge, you know, proponent of waking up early. And I get my work item because there's a science behind it that it gets your mind going, it gets you thinking, and then that discipline 100% has flowed over into my trading. Like, I'm pretty sure now when I don't get up and I don't work out that I like 100% lose money that day. Yeah. So, like, and I've seen that personally, and it's less about being in front of the charts. And it's more about like in the morning, I'm being like trying to get in that Zen zone where like, I know what I want that day. You know, this is like also more of a Tony Robbins stuff. Like, what are you thankful for in life? Like, be thankful, feel grateful. It always goes back to your emotions and being disciplined and figuring out like what you want that day. And that discipline for me always flows over into my trading. Like if I get a good workout in and my mind's going, I'm feeling good, it's like, That momentum will flow over into your trading. But if you feel like shit, and you you know you've been eating like shit and you're just not feeling good, it's very rare you meet like I've met a trader that's just like a fat slob. You know, that's just like everybody I've met is somewhat you know in shape and with it, and that's because they're disciplined. I think
2: we might have lost use. Um, comes to mind, Mike,
1: like that that day I knew you shouldn't have traded in Vegas. Oh yeah, that, <laughs> you know? that's what I, I was going to uh, segue into that. I'm kind of glad that you brought that up. <laughs> uh, next to the guys after that, that um, my brother's bachelor party, you know, first day in Vegas, we had to go on a Thursday night. I'm like, no, I'm going to be up Friday to trade. And then within like three minutes, I think I was down five grand. <laughs> oh man! And, um, thankfully, you know, ended up pulling it back. But I was so hung over and I knew I shouldn't have traded. And mm-hmm. I was not disciplined that morning at all. I remember pounding an Advil water running downstairs to Starbucks, thinking that I could just skip all the shortcuts, very similar trading theme, and just crush the day and then go back to fucking partying, you know. Like <laughs> but um, it didn't work out. So it, it was It's eye-opening because that's when the market humbles you when you try to skip that discipline the market reminds you just of i think even the best traders right i mean you can be a 10-year veteran you'll get humbled right so everyone gets humbled and i think that once you and like this is something Thrush talks about too and it's happened to me before like when you're having a good week or you know a couple days or a month and you feel on top of the world that's when you're about to get humbled (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you yeah. <laughs> down.
0: <laughs> yeah, you swing for it. You think you got. You think you got this, and you, you're like, "All right, I am a fucking man. I'm you're gonna like, oh, open shit. up and let <laughs> loose on this grade And then next thing you know, you just lose two weeks straight of winning with one big up, you know? So it's like, and that's just, that's part of the game. And that's something you need to understand. You're going to learn that yourself. You're going to have those days in the market and, uh, it sucks. It's not fun to deal with. It's something that also takes recovery time. Um, I think you were just mentioning this the other day, Mike, your buddy, what made like 350 K and then he lost 300 of it, like in (laughs) a day or something or like,
1: (laughs) exactly. So imagine psychological, and this is what's tough. And where, like this is where Foose and I and Rob, we can all relate. Anyone that trades can relate, but you can't talk to anybody in the normal world and expect them to comprehend what that's like, nor show you sympathy because you're be like, you're a fucking idiot, you know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but the mental that comes, comes with that and coming back, you immediately take off, you know, like how, and you've said this before, Foose, however long you need, because that's the discipline. The undisciplined approach is like let's use a casino's analogy you run to the poker table you throw you know all your money on red and you lose and you're pissed what do you do you go right back to the atm and you double down and you throw the rest on black and that's (laughs) breaking discipline is how i like to look at it you know and the market reminds you when you break discipline why you need to remain that way it's definitely a lot of factors but it all comes down to um being disciplined
2: yeah and, and so with, with me, I, you know, I get a lot of uh, the new traders, um, <laughs> this may sound weird, uh, but I get a lot of the new traders that may have some experience and they come to me like, hey, Robert, you know, they tell me a little bit about themselves and their story. And they say, hey, you know, you know four months ago, you know, I lost my entire $4,000 account, blah, blah, blah. And I actually get excited when I hear that because... <laughs> Sounds bad, right? Like you know, like yeah. I actually okay. But you know,
1: that's the tuition yeah. that people pay. That's right. It's the tuition. Um, sometimes
2: you need to make those losses before you realize um, what it takes. And I would say each of us have been there. Um, you know, obviously do everything you can to you know don't go intentionally blowing up your account and say, oh hey Robert, you know. Like <laughs>
1: that would be that we should add that. To
0: that. <laughs> like. All right,
1: guys, money, we'll one, make you got to blow your
0: account up. Leverage my time. <laughs> <Blow it> <laughs>
1: I'll, I'll be a pro by tomorrow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, so, but realistically, yeah. uh, I think it's necessary to get humbled by the market because the earlier you learn this lesson, the better you're going to be in the long term. Because if you don't get humbled early and you get lucky in the market, you're going to probably, you might make a bunch of money And then you could easily just crash and burn really quick right later because you get overconfident or overzealous. You think you're on top of the world, but you've never been humbled by the market. So you're going to still make stupid decisions down the road if you do have success. So I think the earlier you get humbled in the market, uh, the better, like I, I love that. I went through the 2008 market crash. I love that, that it's over. It sucked, but coming out of that, um you know 2009 was one of my best years in trading and i'm extremely fortunate and blessed to have been through that experience because i know more what to expect if you know if you're leading into this without ever being there and you've never been through that you're not going to know what to expect when the next market crash comes and you could easily ruin everything you have built in trading by not having the understanding involved with that so i'm blessed that i was humbled by the 2008 market crash but um unless you guys have anything else to add to
1: losses will teach you more than wins in the market that's the takeaway yeah
0: I think it was Bill Gates that said uh, some, uh, success is said a lousy that. teacher. <laughs> yeah, somebody, some, somebody important said success is a lousy teacher. So yeah, I, it's one hundred percent true for sure.
2: All right, I gotta look that one up. Okay. <laughs> who said it? We, we can, we uh, said it. You are correct, sir. It is Bill, Bill Gates.
1: Gates. Yeah.
2: You know who knows his quotes, guys.
1: Also, yeah. I want to add to I, that because I think that this is relatable. So, if you've never made a thousand dollars in a day, don't think that over the weekend you're gonna start making ten thousand a day. Because I think that my belief is that you'll never make a certain dollar amount until you've lost that. You know, like right, Foose, like because sure. you get comfortable. Like to tell you guys, recently this market's been crazy. Stock Xbio, San Foose and Rabo, is down like fifteen grand. In in intraday and ended up making all of that back. And at the end of that experience, I said, I'm thankful for that because now that I've seen what that looks like, next time it happens again and it will happen again, I'm a lot more comfortable because I've been there. And um, that's what trading comes down to. You know, the the sooner, once you get used to getting, you know, 300 a day, 400 a day, after that consistency is when you grow. Um, You're never just going to literally do like an overnight, like, you know, I'm going to start trading. 10, you know, 100,000 share blocks and be fine, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, and that's another thing that that we've been uh, talking about and doing lately, Mike, is uh, staying disciplined as far as piecing into our positions, as opposed to, like, before, years before, this doesn't work anymore because most likely, like you were saying before, it's like, probably 80 to 90% of the time, your first entry is gonna be wrong. So if you're going in with with size into these positions, especially with the volatility in today's market and these low floats that are just all over the place, if you're going in with size big and heavy, going in on your full position uh, on play one, you're probably going to get stopped out of that because the bigger size you take, the easier it is to get stopped out. So you have to have the discipline to start out small and piece in so you're not risking your trade or your ability to make the rational decision with the volatility in stocks uh, by going in too hot and heavy uh, at the beginning. And that just boils down to the discipline to actually do that. Because sometimes you get FOMO and you're like, oh, should I go in big right here? This could it hit it. And then every time when we go in big or even just small, we're usually wrong with that first entry. And we have to have patience to be able to have it, give it a little wiggle room and then add in more size. Once we get confirmation that this pattern is actually, uh, working out the way we wanted it to.
2: For, for me, I don't know about you guys, the, the problem is actually scaling out, uh, especially on a successful trade. Like I, leaving some on the table for that late afternoon run or generally
1: I just struggle with that. So I don't know if you guys do, because yeah, oh, that's I'm, definitely I'll, like an ego. And thing People want to be able to say like, Oh, well, I'm going to call this hopper bottom. And as soon as you could be like, I don't know what the hell is going to happen, like me and Foo's always joking, people are like, yo, what do you guys think is going to happen with this? And in the morning, we're like, I don't know. We're going to see what happens when we open, you know? <laughs> so now and that, that comes. No, it's a lot easier to just be like, maybe I'm going to leave some. And if I'm wrong, you know, not a big deal. But doing the one hit wonderful size, that's how I was my first year. And it was probably my most stressful year trading. Yeah, for sure.
0: And it's another thing to, for people that they need to understand, like, like the question that you just mentioned, people always ask you, what do you think it's going to do? Or what's this going kind to of stock to do? There is, it's the dumbest question ever. Yeah. That's not how trading works. That? Trading, trading is reacting. That's it. It's reacting and managing risk. There is no, oh, I think it might go here. Oh, I'm going to predict that it's going to do this because you have no fucking clue. Nobody knows what any stock is going to do at any given time. All you can do in trading is look at what's going on in front of you and try to react to Whatever you're seeing, based on the things that you know about price movements, and then once you enter into a position, just managing the risk. So it's reacting and managing the risk. There's no predicting. There's no, hey, what's this stock going to do? Because I have zero fucking clue. Mike doesn't know. Robert doesn't know. Warren Buffett doesn't <laughs> know. Nobody knows. You know, except Faguzzi, Fagazi, whatever it's called from. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street, (laughs) but yeah, so that's definitely something you need to understand in trading. Number five, guys, to close this out is that they blame the market for losses and uh, hates the world, hates themselves, hates the girl, everyone hates (laughs) the mob. And this is, this is something that, uh, you know, a lot of people believe, you know, I get haters all the time on my uh, YouTube or my Instagram, they're like, "Oh, it's a fucking scam!" Like you can't make money in the stock market. They're like fuck this guy, fuck this, fuck that, fuck everything because they're mad at the world. They're mad because they obviously had failure in trade, which is understandable. Ninety to ninety-five percent of people who try this fail especially on their first time, because they're not approaching it the correct way. They lack discipline. All the things that we just talked about leading up to blaming the market, joining a chat room thinking they're going to follow signals, lack of discipline in their life, starting out by thinking they're going to have all the bells and whistles with the right tools, jumping into that race car because this is an open, free market. You have the ability to just find that race car on the track. Like, I like that race car. It's the best one i want to start racing today and these are all things that lead to people blaming the market and not themselves uh, for losses and losing and trading and that's why this game is such a difficult thing to get into because it's so easy to get into without taking the right steps there's no regulations there's no like you know the sec doesn't really give a shit i mean they've they've done one thing they created the pdt rule the pattern day trader rule so that which is bullshit to, like, yeah it is kind of bullshit like it it's it's, it's
1: you can barrier. gamble you know you can gamble in a casino your entire life savings but you have to have 25k at a day trade like come on you know
0: yeah so that's that's kind of the only uh um, safeguard that they have set but it actually is uh, it, it sucks because it's in one way, it's good; it's probably avoiding more lo- losses. But what makes it more difficult is to for people who actually want to learn to do this correctly, it, it creates a barrier for them that they have to surpass. Yeah. There are Fair. Fair. there there are brokers out there that we are partnered with that we can have ways to avoid that, but it's still a process that is a barrier and kind of a mountain you have to climb, which makes it even more difficult for a beginning trader to get started and get started correctly. So, um, it's a, it's kind of like a double-edged sword. It does protect a lot of fucking retards from losing all their money, but it also is another barrier peop- for people that want to get started the right way that they do have to surpass, uh, and overcome. And it took me three years to kind of like, you know, finally get consistent enough where I was could get over that and then stay over that uh, PDT role. And that was one thing you mentioned the other day,
1: Mike, I forget where we were talking about this or just on yeah you website. can't like it's not like you'd be like i made it over 25 i'm, I'm there like what if you're at 25 yeah. 5 and you're like fuck i can't lose 500 bucks or i'm gonna go back under and then there's all <laughs> shit that they can do with like freezing your account and then they need you to wire in money and it's just like you really I, need I 30, 30, 35 to, to, to be able to have wiggle room and not you know be uh have it affect your trading, and that's a lot of money, you know, for most people. I had to stop trading
2: when I got to twenty-five K. First of all, when I I did it the, old, the hard way, I uh, got the twenty-five thousand. That was such a psychological barrier that I was straddling this twenty-five mark for like a month, and literally my broker was emailing me like every, like three times a week, <laughs> and like and I had to stop trading and save up like you know two thousand bucks and just sock it in. Yeah, just get over that. I never worried about it again. Uh, so, yeah, so you actually need more than that, a little bit of buffer. And as Cameron's saying, there are other other ways to, so you don't have to worry about it, but the, the idea of it being there is, you know, it's kind of a nanny state type thing. Um, but, uh, and also, like, it puts you in a position where you have to pick and choose. Okay, all right, it's Monday. I got three trades uh, for the week.
1: Definitely. That's my nightmare. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I can imagine that. I mean, we, we train like three stocks Five trades
1: in five seconds. Oh, there goes <laughs> that weird. <laughs> yeah.
2: Better make them count, buddy.
1: <laughs> but yeah, um, it's
2: just a,
0: it's an interesting game. Uh, and people do you blame it's, this is also something like there's a the book called extreme ownership by uh, Jocko Willink and it's, are all about taking ownership for your actions and not blaming anybody else because, at the end of the day, you obviously there are certain situations where you are out of control. But if you can take ownership for the failures in your life and respect that, respect yourself enough to overcome your ego, um, it's definitely a game changer. And that's something that you also need to absorb in trading is understand that, okay, what did I do wrong? because if you do lose money in trading it's most likely your fault 99.9% of the time just like i said before if you lose money in trading it's because you chose to lose all right there's obviously other factors like okay i did i was entering this without proper risk management but at the end of the day once that stock goes into a losing position you have the jo- choice and decision to get out of that before it turns into a huge losing position huge losing position. So you have to respect the market. You have to respect yourself and take ownership and not blame everybody else for you losing money in the market. Um, And that's basically it in training. This is how you fail. All these things that we just went over these these five topics, this is the wrong way to approach. So realistically guys to kind of close this out, That's what we offer at FOOS4 Trading. Uh, Our FOOS4 Pro Package is a 90-day program. What you're getting is FOOS4 1, 2, and 3. That's swing trading, day trading, and how to short in addition to cloud nine, which is the most important piece of that puzzle, which is the psychological aspect of day trading. Just like we kind of discussed throughout this whole podcast, how important discipline and your psychological EQ, your emotional intelligence, how important that is. It's really the deciding factor of if you're going to make money or not. And that just comes with practice in time. And that's kind of what we do with the other part of our program. So you go through 25 hours of online training on your own. um, And then we have five days a week of live broadcasts where me and Mike are training live. So you actually get to see exactly what we're doing. Again, it's not alerts for you to take advantage of this is just showing you guys in a real world setting the actual strategies that we use in a real world setting so you can actually see what in it, what exactly we are doing. And then three times a week mentor classes, which are basically just kind of going over those trades in detail. Because uh, obviously, like I said, once that bell is open, it's a competition. It's basically every man for themselves because we're all competing to try to get the best price. And there's only a limited quantity of shares in these stocks to enter and exit. We also offer a 30-day Uh, free access with our pro program to foos sim it's our simulator so you can actually get it practiced like i said before it's very important that you can prove to yourself that you can enter and exit out of these trades at the proper time with fake money before you actually risk your money so that is a key Approach to getting started is to prove to yourself first with fake money that you can actually do it and understand the concept before you just go, like, oh, you know, gotten with real money, went through the course. Let's just give this a shot. It's a dumb, stupid approach to do it. Practice first with fake money before you actually get started. So, anyways, guys, that was super fun. First podcast in the books.
2: <laughs> super stoked.
0: I'm like, a, yeah. Man. Yeah, I'm super pumped to uh, do this once a week, and uh, we'll have a bunch more cool topics to talk about. Uh, Any closing arguments, statements, thoughts, Robert and Mike? Chase stocks are chasing chasing
2: unicorns. You uh, you kind of nailed it there at the end.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, I didn't hear what you said there, Mike. So if you chase stocks, you're chasing unicorns. (laughs) (laughs) They're pretty fast. I think some of them have wings, so I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) all right anyways guys we're gonna have a link somewhere below uh we also have a one-hour free masterclass if you want to take that or uh get started today who's for trading five days a week we trade live broadcast come take a take a gainer take a peek let's get to it let's make some money let's all live good lives let's take ownership for our own